Hello everyone, this is Thomas and Christine Erdos. And you're listening to Love's Fire. Welcome to episode five. Um, I'm super pumped about this message because, I mean, every week has been game changers, but this one, as we were preparing, I'm just realizing, wow, like I am so thankful for these truths. So without further ado, let me tell you what we're up to today. So, well, actually, I'm going to give you a little background. So week one, <laughs> we talked about forgetting our past and living free from guilt, shame, and condemnation. And then week two, we talked about being complete and satisfied in Jesus and that leading to intimacy. And then week, last week, last two, two weeks ago, we talked about... Um, yeah, just the power of surrender and repentance. And today we want to talk about like, okay, take all those and like, that's incredible, but how do we walk this out daily? So today we want to talk about walking out transformation and being free. Yes. yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you could hear all these truths and be like, wow, that's amazing. But how in the world am I going to? be able to walk that out. And there is power to he hearing the truth of the gospel, the word of God. And uh, there's also uh, biblical ways to grow in this by his grace and not by our own works and striving because yeah. in the bad sense of the word, because we can't change ourselves. But God, as believers, he has changed us and he has given us his spirit. Yeah. And he has given us grace to walk out everything he's called us to walk out. Yeah. And so we are going to first look at Ephesians 4. I'll start in verse 20 and go to through 24. So it says, But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man, which grows corrupt according to deceitful lusts, be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness yeah. and so this is amazing and powerful because when we're born again we give our lives to Jesus we make him Lord we're saved by grace through faith yeah. and just as we we have received them. That's how we walk in them by grace through faith. And this is how, this is one of the keys to walking that out. And there's two other, a couple other passages that talk about a similar subject. And so what does this mean? Is it, it's basically, I'll explain it and then go into some more passages. It's basically, we put off the lies, everything that we're not. This all happens in prayer. It happens in the secret place every day uh ideally and uh, that's that could be your car <laughs> yeah yeah so secret place is any place where you're alone with god yeah and so church doesn't count sorry <laughs> <laughs> basically because that means like you're with a lot of people so it definitely is important for us as believers to have our like carved out time when it's just us two like we know any other any relationship like me and thomas when we were dating like, was it great whenever we were with, like, a bunch of people? Yeah, that's a great way to get to know each other. But then, like, as we're, like, engaged and, like, married, like, getting married and all that kind of stuff, like, 
the best time is that one-on-one time, you know? And so it's like nothing compares to that. And it's the same with God. Yeah. And so, and yeah, it's the same with us now. It's like, if all we did was spend time with each other around other people, that wouldn't be a very good marriage. No. As like, we wouldn't really get to know each other and connect with each other in the same way as when we're, uh, when it's just the two of us. And so same with, with God. Yeah. And so like, yes, we want to abide in him. We want to stay connected throughout the day. Of course. Yeah. But even Jesus himself went uh, alone many times. It talks about in the gospels that he went uh, by himself to the mountain or wherever to pray. Yeah. And to commune with his father. Yeah. And so we get to do the same thing or the same privilege. And so in prayer, we get to put off the lies, everything that we're not, and put on everything that we are. And as we do that, in faith, and so, okay, practically, might be kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but practically, uh, one of the keys here is 2 Corinthians 5.17. So we're a new creation. <laughs> he took my scripture. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It seems to it's fit. Not, it's not mine. You can have it. <laughs> we talked about mentioning that later, but it seems to fit now. So go I'm just going to say Because um, I think it'll help people understand as we go into those yes, scriptures about yeah. this. To know early on what this actually looks like. Definitely. And then we'll, we'll talk about it more later. Yeah. As well and give more examples. But uh, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. All things are of God. Yeah. That's going into verse 18. And so everything inside of us is of God. So anything that is not love or not of God is not inside of us. It's coming from the outside. So we put that off. Right. And so we can just say, Father, thank you that, that, that you know, I'm not selfish. That you've set me free. That I'm patient and kind. Yeah. And that you've set me free from uh, selfishness. <laughs> and envy and and jealousy and pride and um all these things and so we do that in prayer and communion and especially if the enemy attacks us with these thoughts or emotions then we can obviously do it then too yeah so okay another key verse about this is in colossians 3 and uh in both ephesians 4 but and especially colossians 3 uh the whole chapter is amazing on this but i'm just gonna for the sake of time just cut out a little section for you. It's verse 9. It says, do not lie to one another. So he's giving a practical. Why don't you lie to one another? Here's why. Since you have put off the old man with his deeds, since we're dead to sin, since we're crucified with Christ, yeah. and now it's Christ who lives in us, don't lie. You're better than that. Right. Like That's not who you are. Right. And this isn't like behavioral modification. This is God telling us who we are. So like it's all about like what is already ours and who we already are it's not us like you said striving to make these things happen right and so the key is this i mean this really this only works for believers yeah because okay now i'm realizing i need to back up even more i should probably start with we uh we are spirit and that spirit was corrupted through sin uh uh even even died through sin that our connection to god was broken because of sin can see that in Ephesians 2, in the beginning of Ephesians 2. Uh, and then we, are, we have a soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions, and then we live in a body. 
Okay, and so when we are born again, he recreates our spirit. He, Jesus, through Jesus, we're reconnected with the Father, restored back to his image, and our old nature is crucified with him, and now he, makes, he gives us a new nature, yeah. uh, which is his nature. And so, so as believers, now that we're born again, truly we are love. We are uh, in our spirits. And so that's what we can speak out and thank God for as we thank God in faith for who we truly are in our spirits our soul is transformed by his grace that we're saved by grace through faith but that's not just talking about going to heaven one day that's the salvation of our souls our souls being saved and transformed here on earth as well and so okay verse nine don't lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. So we're renewed in knowledge according to love yeah. because he, God is love, right? And so, so we put, put on the truth, put on love, and it actually even goes on to say that later in this chapter, about putting on love and all the attributes of God and love. Yeah. And, uh, and then we put off the things that are not us, which I talked about before this uh, in the chapter. And so... Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. Okay. So I think the first thing I'm probably going to share about the wedding. So whenever I was first learning about this, I remember thinking like, okay, I love the the concept of uh, and the truth that it's who we already are. So I'm not trying to earn this. Um, but I was like, but God, like, why does it say put on if it's what we already are. And I felt this, like, I felt like God gave me this picture of like a bride and how a bride wears a wedding dress, right? But does the wedding dress make her a bride or is she already a bride? She's already a bride, but the wedding dress is what's fitting for her to put on. And so just like that, like love is what's fitting for us. We are love. We have the, we have Jesus living inside of us. The most loving, the most humble, the most incredible man lives inside of us. We are one with him. And so like it's fitting for us as his bride to sound like him, to look like him, to walk like him, to talk like him. And two, with what we're saying, we're not saying that we've already attained this, just like Paul said and we mentioned in the first episode, but this is what we are being transformed into. It talks about growing up into Christ and like that is this concept. That's what we're doing. We're breaking down what does it look like to grow up into Christ? It means you actually expect the best for others and for yourself. You actually expect that you can walk out love, that you can walk out being patient with one another. You could be kind. You can be loving and talk kind yeah like not talk bad about each other and like not lie to each other all these things it is possible for us jesus made it possible for us to walk that out got said way more than i planned to say (laughs) but um thank you so the other thing was that i had a picture also when thomas and i first started dating we were talking about this this concept because i was teaching on righteousness with the girls um like a group of girls and um it was just amazing so we were sitting there talking about that like what does it mean to know that you're righteous to have a renewed mind to that and it was like I had this picture that I ended up drawing out 
on the computer and printing out for the women. And it, it was like an outline of a body and it had just the word righteous over our, like over the, the chest. And, um, and so this concept of like, when we're walking with an unrenewed mind, an unrenewed mind thinks that, um, that all these attributes that God says that we already are and these attributes of love and just like walking out basically being Christ-like, it was as if with an unrenewed mind that was on the outside of us. And then I had another um, like person that said the same thing. No, it said righteous. And this was a renewed mind was realizing that all those things that were drawn on the outside are actually on the inside of us. And so it was like the switch was that, you know, an unrenewed mind would think that I'm I'm filthy. I still have all these things to work out. Um, You know, I'm always lying. All this junk, you know, that's an unrenewed mind thinking that that's coming from inside of you. Because when you're a Christian, you've been made new. You now have Jesus, like I said, Jesus inside of you. So you look like him. You talk like him. That is what is now natural for you. You have his nature, his spirit, his reactions to situations. That is what comes out of you. That's what's on the inside of you. And then on the outside of you is the junk. That's the junk that's trying to stick on you, but it has no right. It has, it has no authority to be inside of you anymore. And so we, I kind of skipped Romans 6, but we can go back to that. But we'll show the, you this illustration that we yeah. thought of, of just like, okay, so like I'm sitting here in fitting that I'm wearing white. I'm sitting here as the bride of Christ. And all of a sudden, like I'm sitting talking to a friend you're a good friend. <laughs> and so I'm here sitting here talking to my friend. And then all of a sudden I get this like, just like terrible thought about them. Like as if like, man, like I just like, I don't believe them. Like, I don't think they're saying anything right. Like I'm basically just like these thoughts of not being love are coming out or, or like, are like flying around, you know? <laughs> and so it's like, that's like as simple as this here. You can do it. This rag. It's yes. a dark rag. Dark rag. That's on your shoulder. That's the icky thought I just had about my friend. <laughs> and you know how easy it is to put that off? Wow. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> Impressive. <you. laughs> That's like putting it off. But in language terms, you would say, you know, even if I'm still talking with them, it might be awkward to be like, <laughs> thank you, God, that I don't think they're lying. <laughs> you probably don't want to do that. But you can just like remind yourself like, okay, that's not me. I'm love. I expect the best. I'm going to give them a chance. I and, and if I feel that I should actually just ask them about it, be like, hey, I'm having this feeling that like you're not saying the truth. Like you can, if you have that kind of relationship with them, it's better definitely say it to them and not to another person if you really felt that. Um, that might not have been the best example, but that's an example I thought of. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're in a conversation... You yeah. can't speak it out. Obviously, you can do this in your head. Right. Uh, but let's say, you know, you do have an opportunity or later you can do this. Just like, no, like, Father, thank you. That's not me. Yeah. That I expect the best. Right. And I see people through your eyes of love. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if you are discerning something really in the spirit. Right. Uh, then you pray for that person. You yeah. love them. And if Holy Spirit leads you to, then yeah. you can talk to them directly. Yeah. And, and if not, then just pray for them. But right. a lot of times it's just lies and you can just put it off and just say, father, thank yeah. you. That's not me. Thank you that they, 
that they're blessed. I love them. You love them. They're created in your image. And so what you're putting off the law, you're just swiping off your shoulder, realizing it's on top of you, like it's not actually inside of you. It was something that either your flesh or the enemy put on you, but you can just wipe it off and disassociate with it and associate with who we already are in our spirits Yeah. and thank him for that. And as we thank him for that in faith, I can't stress this enough. This is not behavior modification. Right. It's not linguistic programming or whatever. Right. All the different stuff that people have. Like as a believer, when we speak the truth out in faith, his grace empowers us to walk that out. Yeah. We are saved by grace through faith. We're transformed by grace through faith. Yeah. And grace is his trans. Uh, in the str- one of the strongest definition is the divine influence upon our hearts with the outward reflection in our lives. Mm. And so it's God's power, his influence on our hearts, which shows in our lives, or in other words, his transformative power. Yeah. And it works through faith. And I, and the power of death and life is in the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So if we speak the truth of God, the life of God, then we will eat the fruit yeah. of righteousness and of and of God and yeah. of goodness and love and all the things that we're speaking. Yeah. So. yeah, so good. And last week I mentioned about how we're slaves to righteousness, and then I was reading through, and that's in Romans 6, and I was reading through Romans 6, and there was so much good stuff. I was like, I want to read that to them. So yeah. here we go. Okay, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Hallelujah. Yes. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves dead indeed to sin but alive to God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I'm skipping around, by the way. It's all in Romans 6. We'll put the links later. Okay, this I'll just give you this reference, though. Romans 6, 18. I forgot to do that on the others, but that's okay. <laughs> Romans 6, 18. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. And so right there... It says, reckon yourselves dead to sin, yeah. or in modern language, consider yourselves dead. Yeah. What's it saying? It's saying, this is the spiritual reality. You are dead to sin. Right. But it's saying, okay, but for that spiritual reality to have to be walked out, you need to also consider yourself. You need to believe in your mind, right. speak it out of your mouth that I am dead to sin. Right. And what's amazing is as we <laughs> put off the lies and we put on truth, I'm not speaking to a wall. I'm speaking to Jesus. It's through communion. Yeah. And like, yes, you can. There's power in just declaring scripture out. And that's great. But for me, I, I've found greater blessing in in communing with God yeah. with these truths. Totally. And so then it's not impersonal. It's personal. It's Father, I thank you. Yeah. This is who you've made me. This is who I right. am. This is who you are in me. This is your love for me. This is what you think about me. Like, wow. And the more I do that, like that just... You know, uh, it's uh, if I'm in a bad place, like emotionally, which again, I, those aren't my emotions if they're not in line with the word of God or thoughts. As I do this and I continue to do this, there's breakthrough. Yeah. And eventually my emotions and my thoughts line up with the word of God as I continue to commune with them through truth. Yeah. And that's not just true for me or yeah. 
for us, it's true for every believer. Right. And so this is so powerful and amazing and transformative. Yeah. And so we encourage you, take time in the secret place. You know, thank God, praise God, worship God, behold Him. Yeah. I mean, that's the key as well. As we behold Him, we're transformed into His likeness, into His image. And also spend time in the Word, not just reading it, but communing with God about it and through yeah. it and thanking Him for the truth about who we are in Him. Yeah. And just watch what he does by his grace and spirit. So good. Yeah. So, and yes, Romans 6 is amazing. Read the whole thing. Pray it. Yeah, read the whole stuff. I mean, there was a season <laughs> when I was reading that at least once a day, but not just reading it, but declaring it over myself. Yeah. And so if you're struggling in an area, Romans 6 is an amazing place to just read on a daily basis, multiple times if needed, and not just read quietly, but actually thank God for the truth in there about us. Yeah. It's I think okay. the the coolest thing about thanking Jesus about them is like it just reminds you like wow this like Jesus bought this for me like I'm not just declaring this and doing this in my own strength like no I'm talking to a man that died for me and that made it possible for me to walk these out so it's like it's so much more relational and and just like real than just like saying yeah. it out loud without realizing that you're talking to someone someone's listening to you yeah. so good yeah all right do you want to pray us out yeah we thank you jesus for this time that we've gotten to share with the people that are listening or watching and we just we thank you for these truths that have imparted grace to the hearers to see them transform to see them walk out what you've made available jesus we thank you that it's not by our works or anything that we could boast but it's boasting in you jesus that you died for us for us to live this out god that we are no longer dirty sinners but we've been made new we've been made righteous we've been made holy and blameless in your sight it's what you've said about us God, thank you that your bride would know that she's so beautiful, that she's so beautiful and that you love her and that we would gaze at your beauty. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So good. All right, well, we love you guys. Love you Be guys. blessed and talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>